you get top talent at your plumbing company, you're going to provide a way better experience than the other guys because yeah. you've got all the top talent. And it's the guy who owns the labor is the guy who owns the market. Oh, Jared. What's up, Joel? Hey, how's it going? Oh, nothing. <laughs> just hanging out. Man, my kids got me sick. They gave me a cold. Do you believe that? Dude, my daughter's sick as all get out. Really? Like sick sick? She's pretty. Yeah, she's feeling pretty poopy. She's on the couch uh, watching. She have to call Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Uh, solid bro solid did she have to uh she have to call out from work and stuff uh no she had the day off luckily they worked her oh. like five days last week and so this mm. week they're only working her two right because she's what on part-time or something she's technically part-time yeah and she's like yeah she keeps telling there the place she's working mm -hmm. she's working at a co-op right so there yeah. it's like a co-op grocery store and yep. so they have board members who you know like <laughs> organic food or whatever um, right but they're not business people so they end up running this like i look at it i'm like what are you guys doing so they end up running this like business not very well yeah. not like a business and yeah it just gets kind of messy so they've got okay you know they can't keep their employees because they don't pay them enough mm. and so they're just constantly cycling through people and so then mm. then they're having to work this 16 year old girl a lot and she's trying to do school <laughs> and she's like i can't like work bad. this much i'm trying to do yeah. school I yeah i am 16 years old yeah. i am 16 <laughs> yeah yeah but and then at the same time she's like you know I'll, she likes the money in her bank accounts so she, just, she yeah. doesn't want to yeah. quit i'm like you should go get it yeah yeah job. so she's like i'm 16 but yeah, yeah, probably. Huh. Let's um this is just this just sounds like an interesting conversation to just start with then. Um so what are the obvious things that they're doing weird that you just see oh, in their business? I mean Yeah. Like things that I you mean, would change. Like and I we don't know the grocery business, right? Like Dude, so I don't know the grocery there's, there's, there's at all. There's a disclaimer. So I don't know what the there's margins are like or, or what's going on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um but I guess I would first of all, I would pay people more. So you could get sure. better talent in there because right. they've got people like calling in sick nonstop, not treating mm. the customers very well. Mm -hmm. And that's got to hurt their bottom line. Like they are yeah. going through customers or sorry, not customers, employees so fast. And there's a cost to that churn of your employees. Oh, yeah. Dude, churn that sucks come, like that. That doesn't come free, right? So uh -huh. why not take that money that you're spending on churn and instead reinvested into your employees so maybe you can keep some of them a little longer attract right. some better talent mm -hmm. like i know like the jobs here they don't pay very well so if you could just mm -hmm. bump that to like 15 dollars an hour instead of 11 dollars an hour you'd probably get a yeah. lot more people in there yeah or you just yeah you'd get more you get more pick um yeah i had oh, this yeah. conversation with like my old general manager like way back in the day at my last job where like I wanted to I wanted to work at a place where we paid people more mm -hmm. because of the reason that you'd come up with, the churn reason. Yep. Yep. And then his his sort of perspective was, well, we're just not really that type of place. We're more of the place that wants to burn through employees at lower rates. Like he just right. accepted that his model was we pay less and we expect higher churn. And I was much more like, yeah, but like from somebody who's working in that model, it's not as fun. <laughs> Dude, you, can, you like you might be able to run profits and you might be able to do it and like maybe it can work if you have great sops you have a baller training program that's automated like maybe you can make that work but in my experience it was just lame having to like one i was always short-staffed because somebody gets fired and i can't get somebody to come in right away 
Yep. And then just training sucks. Like it's hard. And some people just don't train well. Um, so yeah. I was always like, why can't we just pay a lot more and then we can like retain talent and then we yep. can hold people? Because we were losing people to like jobs that would, I don't know, at the time, like people would be making like 14 bucks an hour. We'd lose somebody to like the grocery store paying 16 bucks. Right. And it was just like, this is stupid. Um, so yeah. I'm definitely like, like working for you guys. It's a better schedule. It's a better job. It's a better work environment. But yeah. over at the grocery store, they can make a few more bucks an hour and they needed it. So they left. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was just like, and there was, and there was no like upward momentum. Like I couldn't tell somebody like, Hey man, like in this time you should be expecting to make this much and right. I'm going to equip you with these skills so that you can grow into this person or whatever. Right. It was just like ah, in and out the door. And that sucks from the, the employee standpoint. Yeah. When my wife was in college, um, there in her economics class, they talked about this exact thing, how there's two different ways to run your company. And they gave the example of there's two pipe manufacturing companies. One of them's Tyler pipe, which was the bad one. And I think mm -hmm. the other one was Charlotte pipe. Don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was funny. Like it caught, piqued my interest because being in the plumbing industry my whole life, I put in lots of Tyler pipe, lots of cast oh, iron sure. that said Tyler pipe on the side of it. Mm -hmm. And then so to, to go to her economics or see her economics class and start listening to these videos and reading these books, um, they talked about them. Basically, they started a business together. It was two guys. They started a, mm -hmm. a pipe manufacturing company. Um, and one of the guys wanted to pay his employees well, give them really good benefits, provide a really good place to work. And the other guy was more like your employer where he was like, pay them bottom dollar, only supply them with the bare minimum of what they need. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, they ended up splitting. One of them went off sure. to Tyler Pipe and the other one went off to Charlotte Pipe. Kind of a cool story. Well, they both ran their business both ways. Mm -hmm. The Charlotte Pipe guy went on. Um, I think they said like they would get thousands and thousands of job applications every year. And they had their pick of the litter, right? And it was like sure, this yeah. best place to work, awesome work environment, really good pay, really like clean. And then this Tyler Pipe company, this was like back in the day. So like mm -hmm. employees were like getting sick and hurt and injured. Right. And they were mm -hmm. paid crap. And the the churn just was just nuts. It was a terrible place mm -hmm. to work. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. they both made the exact same profits. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. And it's like, Interesting. and the lesson to learn was like, okay, which one would you rather own? Would you rather own <laughs> yeah. the business where people are like getting put in the hospital? You're not taking care of your employees. You're just churning mm. people. It's a terrible work environment. You mm -hmm. make lots of money. Or would you rather own this one over here that's like, hey, we got this really good work environment. We're paying really well. We get top talent. Um, people aren't dying. We actually have safety measures in place. I'd rather own that one. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm pretty sure both of those companies are still around to this day. Huh. Sure I wonder if they still operate in like similar fashions. I mean, I think Tyler Pipe, obviously, with you know, yeah, modern day stuff. laws and, and safety laws and OSHA and all that, they had to tighten up their game. Right. But uh, it was a it was a cool story to hear. Just the difference yeah. like the the vast difference between the way, the way they decided to run their company and treat their employees yeah. but then at the end of the day they were both able to maintain mm -hmm. profit margins mm -hmm. uh, which is cool 
Yeah, which is cool, which which makes it more genuine because what we want to hear in that story is like, oh, mm-hmm. the guy who paid his workers obviously made more money, and this is the ending of that story. But it's right. it's cool that that's not the answer because then yeah. it feels more genuine. Like, no, nah, they both made money, but like one was kind of crappy, and the other was like the other awesome. was a better place to work. Yeah, yeah. and I would yeah. much rather own the second one. Yep, and it's yeah. I mean I've worked at crappy places that make lots of money, right? But I own a really good place to work that makes lots of money as well. Yeah. And I would much rather own that business. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of lessons in that. Huh. Okay. So um, just one more thing from the grocery store and then we can uh-huh. move on. Well, like, what's another thing that you're thinking? So first off, that they just pay people more. Maybe they, not even a lot. Like I kind of think that the margins of a grocery store could handle that. Like, I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. Maybe they're like super negative or something. But I would like imagine, I would imagine just the 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 just getting rid of the churn would pay for the employees to make more yeah sure sure like three bucks an hour right if you're working yep. 40 hours what is that 80 120 bucks a week mm-hmm. 240 480 dollars a month extra yeah and there's probably 10 employees there 12 employees yeah. maybe mm-hmm. so you're spending a six grand extra that churn like they're bringing in employees, they're training them for a week or two, Ugh. and then they're working a week or two, and then they're quitting. Yeah, that should tell you something right there. And then they're spending like, on advertising to get new employees, yeah. and then they're spending Ooh, on a manager yeah. to interview these people, and people to manage the advertising, and and people to train, and then the person getting trained, like that's got to cost a lot more than six grand a month. Yeah, and like on the on the grand scheme of things, like it's costing mm-hmm. a lot of like sweat equity. Like I being in the position of like hiring, like training and doing all that, I don't have a lot left. Like yeah. at my last job, like I don't have a lot left to like go do my job and innovate and make it a better place. I'm like, oh yep. man, I just trained a guy all week and that was hard and I'm tired. Yes. So it's like you're just like you're prolonging any dream of a great business by running it that way. Yeah. And then you're cool. attracting the type of employee that like at a grocery store, like I went in there the other day, there was a girl behind the smoothie counter that they make or juice bar where they make juices. Right. And I watched this old guy went through the line at the hot bar and they had soup and there was no oyster crackers. And so he went to the lady at the smoothie bar and he was like, Hey, you're uh, you're out of crackers at the oyster bar. You guys got any more crackers back there? And she was like, she just gave him the death stare. It was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And he was like, okay. And I saw him walk off and he's all tells wipes. He's all grumpy. Yeah. Second week in a row, they're out of oyster yeah. crackers, you know? And so he had to go buy crackers for his soup. Uh, well, yeah. So now you're hiring these people that are working behind the bar doing not the bar, but the juice bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, creating that kind of an experience for your customers. Well, you know, that guy next Sunday when he comes back after church for soup, he's going to go. I could go to everyone, but they're going to be out of crackers again. And then nobody's yeah. going to help me get crackers. Yeah. Or I could just go over here and get soup and they're going to bring me crackers every time. Yep. Right. So now they're Very small thing. Yep. Yeah. Small, like seems small. Right. But it's probably costing them customers at some point as yep. well. Yep. Yeah. A small thing to like, oh, I don't know acquire employees at a higher rate so that you can train them and expect more out of them to go help the person with the crackers. Right. 
seems like a simple thing. Gotcha. Yes. So they need to pay more money and then they need to just work on their customer service skills, yes. which sort of go hand in hand, you know, expecting more, giving them a little bit more money. Yes. I bet they could mm-hmm. do like, I bet they could even lower the, how many staff they have if they just paid more. Oh yeah, dude. Especially because there's people like, so I'm an example of this that like you put me in a situation where I have less help, but yeah. the same amount of work. That's a task that I'm like, excellent. Yeah. Let's, I won't get distracted with homeboy. Let's yes. you do that store. I'll do this store. Let's get it. It's going to yeah. feel great when we crush it today. And there's yeah. people out there, but I'm not going to do that for like 12 bucks an hour. Like no. if, you bring, if you bring me in and you say, Hey man, I'm going to pay you whatever top dollar in this scenario is. And yep. you say, and this is what I want. It's a big job. It's going to be tough, but you need to take care of all this. I'll be like, dude, I'm your man. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it go. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then like, that's like way more fun. So more fun environment. So long, so long as it's not crappy because I've run it that way. And like when you, every day you're like, we barely made it. That gets a little taxing. Like there's a line to yep. walk there where like you need to be like, you need to feel confident that you're a boss, but you can be a boss every day. Not like, yep. oh, we got screwed today because it just didn't have enough people because that yep. sucks. So like at this grocery store, Joel, there'll be cashiers and there's no customers and those cashiers sit there and twiddle their thumbs. Oh, dude. <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> And it's weird. like, hey, hey, you don't got to stand there and twiddle your thumbs. If there's two of them up there and there's nobody in the yeah. store, one of them can go do something. Yeah. Right? One of them could go start yeah. sweeping floors. One of them could go restock. One of them could go help out wherever right so mm-hmm. but instead they don't have the kind of employees that are like hey you know i got nothing to do okay what how can i help out around here right and maybe they don't even have the training for that because sure probably don't they're ran by a bunch of board members and they're like you're the cashier so you sit cashier right and we have to guard the money because if you walk away we're gonna get robbed and all right. this kind of stuff right maybe who knows but yeah I don't know the whole it the it's a really cool grocery store. I really like shopping there because it's small and it's yeah peaceful. It's not this giant yep. grocery store. I um, mean, we buy all organic food anyway, for the most part, and so we can just go in there and get everything versus going mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. what's what else is around here? Publix, where all the organic mm-hmm. foods all mixed in, or you gotta sure. walk halfway across the store, and then the lines are all yeah. busy and all that stuff. Yeah. So Man. we just put up with it. Well, hopefully it sticks around. And uh, I like think it'll they stick don't, around. They don't make enough mistakes to like tank them. I, no, I don't think so. I think they'll figure it out. Yeah. They've been going. They've been doing this for a long, long time. <laughs> so yeah. they'll just keep doing it. They'll be yeah. fine. But I, yeah. they could make it. A, they could at least make it a lot easier on themselves. And I bet they could increase profit margins if. If they made changes, I'm told what's crazy is I don't know the grocery store industry. I don't know the co-op model, but I am so confident at this point that I could go in there and look at their business and look at their numbers. And I could go, what are you like? Let's make some changes here and see what happens and then refine that process a few times. And I guarantee you we could make that. I could go in there and make that better. You should go get on the board. How do you get on the board? No. If they paid me to be on the board, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you ain't you ain't got no time to go be on a, and that's probably actually that might be the problem if you're not paid to be on this board to make these decisions. That's that is I don't the know. problem. 
that's it can 100% be hundred percent the problem. Like the the model from the beginning is a little flawed because you've got these board members that are volunteering yeah. to be on the board. Yeah, and it's that's... like you need somebody who is decent at business and has a little bit of a business mind to go in there. But if you're not paying them, ain't no businessman gonna go in there and give his time to do that. Unless yeah, and ain't no discounts really... is like good enough. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if they gave it to me, food <laughs> it cost. Maybe. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Depends on how yeah, often I'd have to go there. Mm, sure. But then imagine, to imagine one business owner with, I don't know how many people are on the board. Let's say 10, even six. Imagine one business owner with five non-business owners. Mm -hmm. I don't, th I don't think that would work out very well. No, I, well then, I mean, cause the whole thing is because it's almost like, it's probably like some quasi democratic process. And so you'd have the one yep. new guy business owner trying to tell him what to do. And you get all the five other people being like, nope, we do it this way because it's always been done this way. And, you know, you don't have ownership. Right. You can't just do things. You have to like negotiate. And then if you're not getting paid to do that, oh, my guess oh, yeah. is they probably they probably had business owners come into the board trying to do what you want to do. And then they got there and they're like, never mind. This isn't worth my yep. time. Like I just wanted a grocery store that was going to be around forever and yeah, never mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So how do we relate that to plumbing businesses? Like, I think you run into the, like, I think people run into the same problems with plumbing businesses. I think, mm -hmm. you know, like I gave the Tyler pipe and the Charlotte pipe, but I think yep. with the plumbing business, it's a little unique because we have, like we're dealing with people who we need to have a, a certain skill level. Sure. And so, and there's a limited amount of people out there that have that skill level. Mm -hmm. And they're probably, if they're any good, they're all working. Right. Right. Yep. They're and all so, already working. Yeah. And so, if you just go out into the marketplace like this grocery store and you're like, hey, I want to hire you, but I'm going to pay you less than most other plumbing shops, or I'm, I'm going to pay you the same as every other plumbing shop. Or I'm going to create a work environment that's equal to or less than every other plumbing shop. Mm -hmm. Then you're not going to get any employees. Right. You're going to get, you will, but you'll get the bottom of the barrel, like the grocery store, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you really have to be on this, you know, on the Charlotte pipe side. You have mm -hmm. to care about your work environment, your experience for the, them, their benefits, their pay has to be way better. You have mm -hmm. to give them a reason to come over to your plumbing company. When you brought like your first employees, like mm -hmm. how did you pay them really high right off the bat? Or like, how did you go about doing that? Yeah, I paid them more than they were making everywhere else. Because in the okay. beginning, you know, they came because of me mostly because I sure, met them yeah. and they, mm -hmm. I don't know, we clicked, you know, they thought I was mm -hmm. cool. They, they liked what I was doing. Um, mm -hmm. And then I paid them more, right? right? And I had those conversations mm -hmm. with them like, dude, you should come work for me because like, number one, I'm going to pay you more. Number two, I'm going to build this really cool thing and I want you to be a part of it. And it's oh, going to be good for you long term, mm -hmm. right? So kind of sell them yeah. the dream of building this this thing. Um, yeah. Huh. But, but like in the beginning, you got to give them a reason to come or they just, yeah. or they won't come. So yeah. You know, I got clients that are like wanting to get more plumbers and they're putting ads out there for, I'm like, for 30 bucks an hour. And I'm like, well, what's going rate for 
a plumber an hourly rate and they're like, oh, it's like 35. You know, these big companies are paying 35, 40. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, how are you going to get the plumbers if they're paying them 40 and you're paying them 30? Right. That's not, it's not going to work out. Right. To me, it's common why, sense. Why can't they pay them? Why can't they pay them more or 40 at least? They totally could. And I'm like, you should pay them, give them an opportunity to make 60. Yeah. Why, why can't they? They, they, cause they have a reason why they can't. Right. What's the reason? So I think most people, it's like they see their hourly rate go up and, and they're like, uh, you know, it's that whole mindset game of, you know, I can't charge this much more or it's not fair to charge the customer more to, to be able to get a plumber over. But at right. the same time, if you get top talent at your plumbing company, you're going to provide a way better experience than the other guys yeah. because you've got all the top talent. Yeah. And it's the guy who owns the labor is the guy who owns the market, right? <laughs> That's so a good you, quote. If you've got all the labor and you're the best known, then you're going to kill it. You're just going to destroy it. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. And so, you know, I, I would like to think of it like, you know, how much does it cost to get, pay somebody 20 bucks more? How much does it cost the customer instead yeah, of how good much question. it costs to you? Right. Yeah. So average service call is two hours. Mm hmm. So if you're playing, if you're paying your guys twenty dollars more, which is a lot, than anybody else, right? How does that reflect on the customer's bill at the end of the day? Maybe it's a hundred bucks mm. more. Sure. After taxes and and workman's comp and all that stuff. Yep. Sure. Maybe it's a hundred bucks more, but your service is way better because of it. Right. Your and your business, your, your business is way more be efficient because of yeah, it. Yeah. Sure. He's like nicer. You gain a little bit there in efficiency mm-hmm. as well. The more efficient mm-hmm. you are, the less you have to charge. So mm-hmm. in my mind, paying more to get top talent is worth it all the time. Yeah. Huh. Um, I think what I really liked about what you said is when you hired your guys, you didn't provide them with the price, you provided them with a vision. Because I think, and you could um, you could correct me on this, but my guess is that a lot of plumbing company owners don't do that. They say, no. hey, I need a plumber you need to come work for me yep. and this is what I pay. But if you provide them a vision, then you can say like, Hey, this is just the beginning. And then you say, and you're starting at this wage. Imagine what you could be once we get to the place where I see us getting like, yep. that's exciting. That's an exciting prospect. Like to yeah. somebody who's production driven, who's goal oriented and who wants to become better at their craft to encounter somebody who's like, yeah, man, I'll grow with you. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That person's going to be like, sign me up, dude. And yeah, especially someone just, who's coming from a shop where there's no, there is no vision. They're just, sure, yeah, plumber. especially if it's like a big corporate shop or whatever or anything yep. like that, or a little shop that doesn't know what's going on. Like vision is very important because that ultimately is when the guy says, why do I even do what I'm doing anymore? And then why do I even work here? And then he can go, oh, that's right, because we're going to be this. And that's important to me. It's important to me to be working for this company because they're going to be the best and they're going to be yeah. well-known or whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I always sold them on a vision of, hey, I'm going to grow this thing. We're going to take over our town and we're going to be the best. I think I always told them, I'm gonna, we're going to be the premier plumbing and heating service in this town. Yeah. And I want you to be a part of it. Yeah, that's cool because when you phrase it like that, they're very special. Yeah. Yep. I want you to be a part mm-hmm. of it. And when you come up, be a part of it, I'm going to give you all these things. I'm going to give you better pay on your check. Yeah. Better benefits, paid time off. 
you know, we've got paid time off gun club or sorry, gun reimbursement. We've got a book club. Um, all these things that they don't get anywhere else that we do at our company. That's different. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And that's, that's what attracts the people to our company. Mm -hmm. They just, they want more money. They want to feel like they're at a place that actually cares about them. Hmm. Yeah. Do you see a way that somebody couldn't pay their employee competitively? Man, uh, the only way is if you do, if you have the wrong belief about pricing your business, right? Okay. Like if you have this, if you want to run your business like the Tyler Pipe in the example, right? Right. Where you're trying sure. to offer, you know, I don't know, you know. When it when it comes down to it, it that it's it's really just that it's that belief of I don't think that I can charge enough to actually pay this employee enough and still make a sure. profit at the end of the day. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, yeah. like at the end of the day, like like in that Tyler Pipe and Charlotte Pipe example, I don't know if they, you know, had similar price points for their products or if one sold it mm. really cheap and one sold it really expensive. But I know that in the plumbing industry, you've got two different types of businesses, very similar to Tyler and Charlotte, where you've got the guys who are really, really cheap and they can't pay their plumbers very well and they can't offer them a safe work environment or good tools and they have lots of churn and they get lower quality people. And they seem to have a really hard time scaling because mm, they, sure. they're just not charging enough to ever get past that point right mm, yeah, and then i know sure. we've talked about this before then on the other hand you've got the businesses who are charging what they're worth and they're providing a good experience for their plumbers and all that stuff and they're charging it and so they're able to continue to do that and the cost difference between those two companies like the one who is not premium and the one who is premium the cost difference is so small mm, right sure you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the act the 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 guy who's barely making it, he is way undercharging and he doesn't even realize right. it. The cost mm -hmm. of his plumbing business is huge. It's up mm -hmm. here. Yeah, sure. Yep. Then you take and you go add these premium services and these premium benefits for your guys, and the cost of your plumbing business goes up here, right? Right. And then but if you actually charge enough, right, then you get to cover this plus a profit way up here. But yep. this guy's just stuck here, just barely making these bills, barely paying his guys, yep. bare minimum benefits, bare minimum vans, bare minimum tools, bare minimum customer experience, bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. and the cost is the cost between the two companies is is so crazy. So like mm -hmm. you could you could go and, and run a bare minimum business and raise your rates to where you actually still make money. Mm -hmm. But why would you leave it at that? Like that's that's the Tyler Pipe of the industry, right? Sure, where sure. If you were to go run a plumbing business where you're, you know, not paying your guys well, you've got crappy vans, crappy tools, all that stuff, but you're charging enough to actually pay for all that, dude. For a couple bucks more to the mm -hmm. customer, you could go charge it. You could go have this premium product where you get to take care of everybody that's involved. So I don't, sure. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. Yep. Probably just the normal reasons. The normal reasons of it's hard to believe that 
you're worth that much and you don't think the customer is going to pay and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the crazy part is that it's literally just that, like you, it's literally just a belief that holds you back in your head, in your own head. <laughs> that is crazy. That's what's <laughs> That's, crazy. It's it just something crazy. that you believe oh, that says, geez. I can't do that. And if you can just change the way you think, change the way you believe and tell yourself, oh, I can do that. I can go charge this amount and get lots of work, make lots of money, take care of my employees, take care of my customers, take care of myself, and take care of my family. Totally possible. All from that one belief, right? That's what it all hinges on. I think sort of wrapping this into the grocery store analogy is effective because, well, it's not an analogy, it's a reality, but because we've yeah. all experienced that. <laughs> Like everybody who's listening to this has gone somewhere and they've been like, this place is kind of cool, but it kind of sucks. Yep. And it probably sucks because of what we're talking about. So it's like the next time you, the plumbing business owner, go to your local whatever and you experience something that you don't disagree with, you have to remind yourself, be like, oh, am I doing this in my business? Do I undercharge or do I underpay my employees? Because this is the experience that I'm giving is this yeah. grocery store experience. Because I mean... As a human, I walk into places and I notice things that I don't like and then I critique them. Mm -hmm. But for me to actually make that critique a valid use of my time, I need to turn that on myself and see like, okay, well now where am I doing these things so that I can like better myself? So yeah. we don't want to be grocery stores. You don't, don't want to be the grocery store or the no. Tyler pipe. You want to be no. the Charlotte pipe. Yep. It's just a better way to do it. You just got, it's all about, it's all up in your head anyway. Yep. hundred percent, man. Yeah. Cool, Jared. Thanks, cool, man. Dude. That was fun. See you, Holmes. See ya.